Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio everybody we are back this is episode 187 of the dark windows podcast my name is kevin and i'm uh, i'm kevin but i'm hurting kevin tonight yeah so am i i uh, i i cut my thumb at work yesterday and then my wife just uh cut my mouth trying to trim my mustache so mm. i can't eat my delicious coleslaw because there's vinegar and the sauce and it hurts so i'm sorry buddy it's a fucking tragedy is what yeah. it is well, so my- you guys, you, everybody thinks Ukraine's got it bad. I can't eat my fucking coleslaw. I know. It's bullshit. That's the real tragedy We should here. go to war over it. Uh, no. I mean, I just want to eat it All right. in peace. Uh, I was just saying we should go to war, but yeah. whatever. I mean, it, sound, that- it sounds like, you know, the two of us are going to war with England, you know. Mostly me. Well, no. I've been instigating it. I've been like, uh, yeah, no. Fuck you, clowns. If you're coming back over here, bring tea. The harbor's thirsty. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I was like, I inst- I started it off by saying, you know, somebody said something, and I, my my little little uh, meme was, bring it. Well, let's <laughs> let's let's be real here. They started it. They did. In like 17, probably around 1765-ish is when they really started it. And then, you know, we just we finished, finished it. it. We finished it, but now they want to start it again. Yep. And then they want to, you know, they want to bitch. Oh, you guys only won World War One because you came in at the last second. Yeah, and we committed war crimes with shotguns in the trenches. What were you doing? Getting your stupid fly helmet shot off yeah. with your dumb high fucking socks. And then we had to come and save your asses because you were, you know, all like fucking Almost speaking German. Almost speaking German. Almost. You know? Then we were like, eh, fuck it. We'll come in. Yeah. We're like, they, You're they, welcome, uh, is what we're trying to get at. Yes. Europe <laughs> and Asia, you're welcome. Uh, yeah, so anyway. Big dick swing in America. Uh, this episode's going to be gross again, yeah. isn't it? It is. Yeah, great. Um, poor, well. Recap. I'm going to hold off on, I, I have a story um, about work this week I have to tell. Oh, okay. But uh, I'll wait till we're done. And I'll be like You've a. You've already preempted it. You might as well no, just no, do no, it No, 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 no. I'll wait till we're done with the episode. Okay. So. Ant Hill Kids, take two. Let's clappy, uh, clappy, clap. Let's Yeehaw. recap. What happened last week? Oh, my gosh. A whole bunch of fucking bullshit. Um, basically, the whole them starting off, uh, Tarot starting it, and we ended the, the whole episode with an incident that happened on March 23rd, 1980, where 
a little boy basically got his ass fucking beat. Yeah, like to death and to stuff. To death, died. Um, you know, and kind of, uh, kind of was, was, was shitty. How, it, you know, I have it, I have it Generally when a child dies, yeah, it's yeah. pretty shitty. Um, so. Then it turns out he actually was the toe cutter. He was. He didn't know the toe cutter. He was no, the toe cutter. No. Um, so let's get into this. For six months after the the last part of the last episode, if you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to it, and then continue on. Um, so after little boy was, you know, brutally beat and he died, um, for six months everything went smoothly for the whole commune. Sure. But, as smoothly as it can go for a, a fucking group of loons. Yeah, like that. well... But one night in September, a drunken throw, tarot, Terio, Moses, Jesus, whatever. Let's not call him. We can't use Thoreau. It makes him sound too uh, sophisticated. Well, how, whatever he wants to be called today. How about we'll just call Moses or or asshole. Better? Dickhead? Hillbilly Jesus. Mountain Jesus. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Okay. Um, he became... Drunk as a skunk, and became he had very, a tendency to do that. Yes, and he became angry with uh, Veer for some some weird infraction, and decided that he should stand trial for his crime of the previous March. Well, he appointed uh, oh. Jacques Grid. Uh, what I know what's coming. Yeah, he appointed Jacques Jaguer, the baby's father, to the, mm. be the judge. Mammy, which is Giselle, uh, would White be lady, the pro- by the way. Huh? White lady, by the way. Yeah. Yep. Would be the prosecution. Uh, Claude Olette, the lawyer for the defense. Goalie. Yep. Uh, Gabriel would act as the coroner. And Roche's uh, other six wives would act as the jury. Th- this is like little kids like playing a game in the woods. So you're going to be the doctor. You're the lawyer. You're the and mommy. I'm the judge. <laughs> yeah, because why are you always the judge? Because I want to be. The who's judge. who's? What do you, what do any of these people have that makes them qualified for this? I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. So the trial lasted. How the fuck are you a coroner? You you probably didn't graduate from high school, and you're like, ah, you're the coroner now. I don't mean. So uh, what? What's your uh, what's your conclusion here? Well, the kid's dead. <laughs> uh, he's very. Uh, not alive anymore, I think it'd be the scientific term. Yeah. Uh, and they also appear to have mutilated his, uh, oh boy, his wiener. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, his head's fucked up. So yeah. I think that might have been the cause of death. Died of fucked up head. No, I definitely, th- <laughs> no, no. Um, I had to go for a second opinion, and um, I think it was wiener. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would hope it was the head. I would rather have my head smashed in than my wiener no. fucked up. Again. Uh, so, the trial lasted one hour, and the verdict was unanimous. Not guilty by reason of insanity. But, <sighs> Hillbilly Jesus here was not to be satisfied with the decision. Hmm. And a couple hours later, he took uh, Jacques, Jacques aside and suggested that they castrate Veer. Jaguar... 
didn't like that idea. Uh, <laughs> I but, don't like that idea. But, you know, Hillbilly Jesus there called another vote anyway. And of the jury, the, uh, the jury of 10, sorry, uh, including his son, Roche Jr., only three voted against the new motion. Hmm. So, and uh, those were Jacques, Marseille, uh, Grenier, and uh, Giselle. Now, everyone... Uh, you know, the fucking sane people. Yeah. But yeah. everyone else, at this point now, was strongly in favor of your being castrated. Bailiff smashed that man's nuts! <laughs> yeah. So he stayed quiet through the whole, Veer actually stayed quiet through the whole evening. Didn't say anything. And it was obviously not keen to, that the idea that, um, that, you know, I, Jesus I, I, actually okay. talked to him into it. Yeah, but would, would you be keen on say, is it really snowing that hard? Would you be keen on, on, you know, cutting another man's balls off? Especially since they're going to make you do it, probably. Well, no. He wasn't keen on the fact that Terrio there, or fucking Jim, uh, Hillbilly Jesus, whatever the fuck, what we're going to call him, um, was trying to talk him into having his own being castrated himself. Okay. Let me try to talk you into being castrated. No. Exactly. That's the end of the fucking conversation. No. Hey, you know what we should do? We should cut your nuts off. No. And so, you walk away. That's it. But he, this is this is how he, he put it. He claimed that it would cure Veer's headaches as well as the excessive masturbation that was, quote unquote, causing Veer's respiratory difficulties. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I'm not a doctor. I'm going to preface this. Okay. I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm pretty confident. But you did. Did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express? No, I didn't even do that. Oh. We I stayed at a Motel Six once. Oh, um, but I'm pretty confident that uh, headaches are not linked to possessing testicles. Okay, and I'm also pretty sure that beaten off doesn't cause respiratory issues. As but- as someone <clears throat> who has partaken in such activities before, I've never once like jerked to the point that I almost passed out because I couldn't breathe. No. It's not. It's not that. Oh, he gets bronchitis from masturbating. Yes. Ah, so you get, you get said respiratory infection from the masturbation. But that. So again, once you you masturbate, then all of a sudden, boom. Again, not a doctor. Pretty sure that's not how it works. Well, listen, Tarot is a doctor. Okay. Uh, okay. And he knows more than you do. He he's he's also probably not showered in months. That's he he has visible stink lines coming off him like the like the, fucking pig pen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so and if that um, he would uh, would uh, undergo castration, he would become a eunuch. Uh, yeah. Which would be a step up from being a slave, I guess. Don't know how but <laughs> it would be. Yes, because you have uh, to lose your balls to. Yes. To march forward in the organization. So he would ask Veer to write a letter of consent. and that, I'm sorry? Yes. <laughs> and that he would uh, he wouldn't make Veer sign it if he didn't want to sign it. Mm. I mean, if you don't want to do it, we don't have to sign it. 
punch the shit out of that thing. If you don't want to sign it, you don't have to sign it. He's going to sign it, though. He signed it. Because he has to sign it. He signed it. Yeah. So, Tarot had Veer lie on the kitchen table, and he had Gabriel fetch him the medical instruments, (laughs) quote-unquote, which were an elastic band, a razor blade, a magnifying glass, a pair of tweezers, and ethanol. I'm sure there was some fish line in there, too. Mm, Not as far as I know. Super glue his nutsack back together. Uh, I don't think there was even that. So the operation itself was painless, I guess, quote-unquote. And the testicles were uh, discarded into a Kleenex. Although Veer's scrotum bled for a week, Gabriel was vigilant about it. And kept giving him new saltwater compresses every twenty minutes. So they just like chucked him out like uh, like you picked up like a stray cat poop with a. It's like you fucking blew a booger in a goddamn yeah. Kleenex and That's threw it fucked. out. Yeah, these um, your balls are. Eh, whatever. And and Gabriel ensured that he got plenty of iron in his diet. Mm, yeah, because that'll grow your nuts back. You know, no, it'll it, keep the bleeding down. It's yeah, it'll help with your blood. Uh, Veer, uh, never complained. After that. Of another headache. I, I wouldn't. I'd keep my fucking mouth shut. Because what are they going to take next? Um, the dinger. On the other hand, Tarot felt that now, I mean, even though he went through with having his nuts removed, mm. Mm. he kind of felt that he was a security risk. And he began to enjoy tormenting him. Stop that ballless man. Beating him and playing games in which... He would instruct his followers to pierce Veer through the chest with knives and um, would try to make him bleed to death. Oh, cute. Yeah. Uh, then they would then they would stop because, you know, he called them off like God called off Abraham from <laughs> sacrificing Isaac. Yeah. Uh, at the very last minute. Except God wasn't like, hey, cut your son's balls off. Well, Veer had enough. And on November 5th, he escaped to the village of St. Uh, jo- jo- Jogues, uh, where he told the villagers that a baby had been had died and after after it had been actually kicked by a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is not the truth. You know, because babies hang out in, yeah. in horse stables and shit. Exactly. Uh, the police raided the compound, arrested Tarot and Samuel's parents, and relocated the seven children that were there to foster homes. Probably the best thing he could have done for those kids. They found Hold child on. remains, and the commune members told the story of Veer beating the child. Uh, they had found Veer's letter of quote-unquote consent to the castration operation, and even the ballots that had been used for the vote. Uh, no one questioned by the police were really upset. Or even embarrassed of what had happened. No, they didn't give a or shit. Or of having been involved, uh, or having involved a 20-year-old boy um, in the decision process. No, it was God's will, so they don't have anything to be upset about. I mean, he's an adult. Yeah. Why would you fucking be embarrassed about that? Well, no, uh, but, you know, but well, with, with a kid dying, it's like, it's not their fault. It was, you know. Well, the body went to the corn, an actual coroner. And the coroner determined that the group was criminally responsible for the death of Samuel Jaguer. I would agree. The police made the following charges. Uh, Roche-Thoreau, uh, Jacques Jaguer, Marseille Grenier, Gabriel Lavallee, and Guy Vier 
were all charged with criminal negligence, causing bodily harm to Samuel Jaguer. Uh, that's not the right <laughs> charge for that, I don't think. Mm, I would I don't know. no. Criminal negligence is definitely not the right one. I don't know the definition of uh, killing someone because because whatever. I mean. Criminal negligence is conduct where a person ignores an obvious risk or disregards the life and safety of those around them. Both federal and state courts describe this behavior as a form of recklessness. Uh, the negligent person acts significantly different than most people would under simil- similar circumstances. Okay, well, okay. Sure, but I, you I also let say, a child be murdered. I will uh, say, well, it was negligent because they tried to do... Tried to, quote-unquote, try to save him. Yeah. So I could say, yeah, for everybody except for Givir, who kind of fucking... Who, you know, the guy that actually, like, did it? Yeah, he should yeah. have been, you know, that should have been, like... He should have been castrated. Manslaughter oh. or, or second-degree murder or something like that. Yeah. I mean, if that's what they have up there, I don't really know. Um. So, yeah, they're all... You know, charged with criminal negligence, causing bodily harm to Samuel Jaguer. Claude Olette, who burned the body, was charged with uh. obstruction of justice. <clears throat> which is, you know, I'd say right. Yeah. Uh, Jacques and uh, Marseille were charged with, uh, with negligence toward their oldest daughter, who is now five. And Claude and Solange Ballard were similarly charged for their treatment of Simone Olet, uh, Simon Olet, now three. Thoreau and Lavallee were also charged with bodily harm with intent to mutilate uh, Guivier. All the accused <laughs> pled gu- not guilty. Uh, Jacques, Marcy, uh, Claude, Solange and Givier were released on their own reconnaissance on the condition that they would not return to the cabin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's like when they release a biker from jail and they're like, you can't hang out with known criminals. Yeah. And they go like, oh, yeah, no, definitely not going to do that. And then they're having beers with their buddies two hours later. Of course. Uh, Tarot and Lavallee were denied bail as they were held to uh, be a danger to society. Now, at the end of a nine-month trial, during which the commune members moved to the town of New Carlisle, where the trial was held, all parties were found guilty of all charges. Great. Marseille and Solange were got three years probation. Jacques Jaguer and Claude Olette received six months in prison and three years probation for child abandonment. Uh, Guy Vier was sentenced but later acquitted for mental incompetence and was returned to Hospital uh, Robert uh, Giffard. And Gabriel Lavallee was sentenced to nine months in jail and three years probation as well. All of these names should have fucking berets and tiny mustaches. Yes. Uh, Roche Tarot was sentenced to two years less a day in prison and three years probation. Ah! On each of, the, I'm sorry. On each of the two charges, That'll and they show were to them. be conserved consecutively. 
Oh, oh uh, concurrently. Sorry. Oh, so at the same time. Consecutively the same. same no, thing. no. Consecutively would be you serve two years for this one, then you serve another two years for this one. Concurrently is you serve. So you're being charged with two years for each. You can just serve both of them at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he was trans- which is bullshit. He was transferred to uh, Orangeville Detention Center in Quebec City. The members of the group moved their asses to Quebec City. Well, yeah, because they and, can't move into his cell. And I mean, they distributed themselves between four apartments um, to be near their leader. Probably all in the same building, I would think. With yeah, these fucking creeps. The police fucking just demolished the, the cabin. Ed, understandably. Bold, and burned it to the ground. Bulldozed the ashes. Yeah. Salt the earth to make sure no more crazies can grow here. Now, one would think that with this dickhead in jail, <laughs> this would be the end of this asshole and the crazy cult. Oh, no, no. Mm, Mona me. Nah. <laughs> there's more to come. Uh-huh. So be an awful short episode if that was it. Yeah, Tarot was released in February of 1984. His followers wanted to stay together in the city, in perhaps in a rented house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Anthill kids would then move after this for a second time. Yes, they set up a home in a hamlet in Burnt River, Ontario, and Tarot's drinking, drinking problem worsened oh no 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 alcoholism never gets worse yeah. kevin he, well he had actually told uh his whole flock that he had stopped drinking <clears throat> and that there would be no more violence yes oh also he would change his nickname from moses to now rock oh yeah yeah because it's you know Better. Yeah. It's more of an anglicized version of his name. Yeah. Um, then Sean Connery gets all up inside him. Yeah. And he he commissioned a, an A-frame cabin uh, that would have two stories, um, and it, which would have include a kitchen in it. Yeah. Uh, and they'd have a, they'd have a bakery, uh, a maple sugar shack, a smokehouse, a root cellar, and a quote-unquote stone sanctuary or altar upon which dick fuck would commune with god just in case you forgot this cult was from montreal they got a they got a a, a fucking uh sap boiler yeah <laughs> yep they got that sugar shack there. there for the grace of god go us yeah without the shitty fucking language and terrible accent all yeah. hail the maple sugar god. Yeah, yeah. And I love to be. I've said it once, and I will say it again. Our sugar maple syrup. Fuck better. Montreal and fuck Quebec and fuck their maple syrup. Ours, Ours is better. Yeah. You know while we're at it. Fuck Wisconsin. Our cheese is better. I will fight you. I don't know. I don't think I've had any cheese from Wisconsin. Cabot gang. <laughs> like whoa. Bias much. Yeah, a little bit, but so are they. Okay. Fuck those Midwestern weirdos. Well, if being they, all polite and shit. Listen, no, if they actually had any of our, you know, stuff, they would probably be like, "Oh, okay, your stuff's okay." You know, oh, it's we, pretty good there, bud. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, excuse me, excuse oh, me. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh. I'm not saying all Midwestern people, just those from Wisconsin. Yeah. With their inferior cheese. Don't you know? In Chicago, <sighs> with the inferior pizza. Well, that's not pizza. It's not. It's fucking lasagna on wet bread. No. 
Ugh. Now, the whole thing was to be built by his two male followers yes. and his nine female followers. Yes. Now, four of the nine were pregnant, and all of them of whom were pregnant were also were responsible for the commune's ten children. I'm assuming they're all pregnant from him, too. Yes. Yeah, that's they were, mega gross. They were all ranging in the age from 1 to 15. The, the kids. Children. The okay. Children. Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> so they would work through the summer in long pants and sweaters to keep the mosquitoes away. Yeah. Rock established a new hierarchy for the group, assigning each of the wives different responsibilities. The lowest of them all was uh, Mercy Grenier. Uh, Thoreau forbade Jacques and Marseille from sleeping together and encouraged Jacques to actually beat her if she talked back to him or if she talked back to Rock. Yeah, she she was still low man on the totem pole. She hadn't been castrated yet. Well, she doesn't have to be castrated because, I mean, well, I mean, she her castration would be loss of pregnancy. Uh, no. In this case, because she was pregnant. Right, but I mean, uh, they they do uh, female circumcision, and it's a pretty not great thing to do to people. But, I mean, if you, but, if you, if you want to castrate her, it should basically be, you know, make her lose her kid. Because, I mean, you know, she was all about... Would you put it past this guy? Kid. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I was, I was going to say, sir, <laughs> how dare now, you? <laughs> now, uh, you know, backwoods, hillbilly, I don't know to call him hillbilly. Dirtbag Jesus. Dirtbag hippie Jesus also convinced Jacques that the birthmark uh, that his wife had looked like 666. Oh, yes. Of course it did. And he eventually ordered her to live apart from everyone else in her own hut with her own two children. Ah, yes. Now, Rock had... A little bit of a you know, soft side to him. Oh. Because later on, he would accept the eldest daughter and back into the main group. Because he wanted to get a little bit of that sweet, sweet, oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Trying to get himself a piece. Yeah. Now, this all boils down to now that his followers were w- no longer to speak to each other without permission. And couples... Could not have sex without his say so. <laughs> you want to fuck tonight? Well, let's go ask dad first. Yeah. And meanwhile, his drinking is starting to pick up even more. Not only does his drinking pick up, his paranoia is picking up. Yeah, because those, those kind of go hand in hand sometimes. It was got so bad that he his paranoia made him convinced that his believers were spying on him and were considering leaving him. Uh, and what he believed was his perfect little cult that he had. Now, anyone who hinted that they wanted to leave at this point would be severely punished. Yes. Yeah. Um, on January 31st of 1985, a police officer caught Jacques shoplifting. Uh-huh. Um, uh, makes sense. And also, he also tracked down um, Gabriel, Claude, Nicole Rule, and Jacques and Roche, Roche Jr. Um, who he actually had uh, 15 feet of rope on him, 
cold around his waist. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't steal um, it. It's my belt. Between the five of them, they had an amount of $453.37 worth of goods. Oh, shit. Yeah. Their sentence was to be banned from shopping at Lynn's Day, which is a, the store, ever again. Could uh, never shop there. Fair. Um, so this kind of uh, set the wheels in motion for Tarot. And he's like, we got to get money. So he encouraged his followers to hit up their parents. Yeah. And if their parents refused to give them money, it would only reinforce that what he had said the whole time about them. And if they agreed, the group, you know, would get the money, you know, to live their way of isolation. Right. Now, in fact, Rock had had so brainwashed his followers into thinking only negative thoughts about their parents that some of them begged him not to call their parents at all. Um, the typical response from their parents, of course, was that the girls would that the girls would get would be that they would get money, but only if they left Tarot. Right. So if you if you come home, we'll give you money, but we're yeah. not going to give you money to go hang out with your fucking crazy friends. Yeah. But this, <clears throat> of course, didn't happen, and the group began selling fruit instead and later pastries to get all that money that they needed. This proved to be a success, and Rock organized the group into a company. And he called them – this is when they got their name of the Ant Hill Kids. Yeah. Because they worked together like a nest of ants. Though the member, members of the, of Rock's group still had to subsist on corn and potatoes, uh, at least now they were making some money. And everything seemed to be going quote-unquote well. Yeah, swimmingly. But not really because his drinking got so bad that he started to play his wives off each other, uh, manipulating their self-esteem to his whim. Oh, nice dude. He said the reason he did so was due to the fact that his stomach pains were back. Yep. Yeah. yeah you know, from drinking, Yeah, no doubt. Uh, he would also organize no hold bar, no holds bar. Yeah. Nude wrestling matches between the women. <laughs> he, uh. or you know, or sometimes he would put the men in the middle of a circle and would tell the women to hit the men or the man with a and hit hit them and kick them. <laughs> nice. Uh, sometimes he would also join in in the matches. But he probably got in on that naked mud wrestling. Once he joined in, the rules would change. Yeah. If you scored a hit on him, uh, he would cut out a portion of your food rations. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You know. So it's okay for you to beat the fuck out of each other. Anybody who lays a hand on me? Yeah. No more pancakes. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to nope. open all your sea rations and take your lucky strikes. Fuck you. You get yep. none. You're fucked. Sorry. All the cigarettes are become mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, the violence that he said, I mean, the violence that he had said that was gone previous to all this. Yeah. You know, when they first moved in. Yeah, that's bullshit. It wasn't really gone for long. No. I mean, you know, in addition to the no whole bar matches and, you know, Ben beating the shit out of each you know, getting the shit kicked out of him by mm-hmm. the women. Um, 
he would himself hit them uh, with a belt initially. Mm -hmm. But this escalated, and they were soon being attacked with hammers and the broadside of an axe. Oh, that'll fucking hurt. He would then, if that, you know, wasn't enough, uh, sometimes he would have them suspended from the ceiling and uh, pluck out each of their body hairs individually and even would also use them as a toilet. Ooh. You know, Ooh. Piss and shit on them. Yeah. Yeah. You shit monster. Um, Dude, he, he'd be he'd need to bring a fucking a bagged lunch hmm. if he got a hold of me. Hmm. There's a lot of body hair. He would go f- as so far as having them, because they'd piss him off, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, he would have them sit on a lit stove. Eee. Also, he would have them shoot each other in their shoulders. The fuck? Mm. Yeah. You know, just because he's drunk and probably thought it was fun. He's also a sociopath. Yeah. Uh, he, one time he got so mad that, you know, in his drunken fury. Uh-huh. He slashed uh, Jacques Jaguar's juggler with a broken wine glass. Jesus, fucking prison shanks! And he, he, I guess he just really didn't like Jacques because he also tried to order Jacques to be uh, circumcised <gasps> with his whole uh, glands removed. That's not circumcision. That's just getting your your entire yeah. junk off. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna use that same bottle too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Just get in there and fucking core it out. Um, no matter what he did to them or they to each other because if he told them to do it, uh-huh. they were not to go to the hospital. No. <laughs> no fucking cops. No hospital. They're going to ask questions. He claimed that he was doing this all because he was punishing them for their sins. Uh, okay. And the next day, you know, being sober now. Soberish. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Sober adjacent. He would weep, and he would beg God, Uh, his master, to stop using him as a vehicle for God's cruel justice. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. And, yeah. He would also, uh, yeah. This is. Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. What a dick. Yeah. He uh, wanted them to also prove their loyalty to him, and his theory for this was to tell each one of them to cut off another one's toe toes like the fucking yakuza yeah i mean i, I think you know having people shoot each other on command is a pretty good shine a, a show of loyalty i tried to say show and sign at the same time yeah and it's not a shine of loyalty which is what no. it tried to come out as nope. um he <sighs> would go as far as to separate the children of the compound into two groups, motherfucker. Which and the uh, two groups were his own, who were the cho- who were the chosen ones to fuck and to not to fuck. Um, Ugh. they in- enjoyed the privileged position of in the commune, and then the other one was those who were not his own children. Yeah, but um, I thought they were all God's children. No. Oh yeah. No, he, such as uh, he's a choosy God. He is. You know, there was a certain little boy that died. You know. Samuel. Oh, the one that got uh, kicked by a horse. Yeah. 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 Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, him and, you know, Simon, um, and they were they were all um, children of, of uh, Mercy Grenier. Right. Okay. 
And they were considered animals and slaves. Now, um, Paul, before he had left, you know, we had said that, you know, he was in charge of all of them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, which was, um, you know, because, you know, why not send an idiot that you don't trust to, you know, watch after them? Yeah, that's well, the person you want watching. Look what happens. Kids. Some fucking dummy that you don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, Grenier's children crawled like animals and were severely malnourished. Adults and children alike were, for the most part, forbidden from speaking with them. Uh, Grenier said later that she actually would have preferred uh, Paul Vere to look after her children over uh, Tarot. And he killed one. Yeah. (laughs) That's saying something. I would rather take this guy. Who killed a kid and let him watch my kids than this other guy? Yeah. No, even though fuck <laughs> his own children, he considered to be the chosen ones. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, their situation wasn't be- I'm any sure. better because it was just because they're still can, fucking there. Yeah, it's no. terrible. Um, and he was the only one permitted. To express any warmth whatsoever towards the children. Oh, what a fuck this guy. T- sometimes he would uh, hold two women's children over a fire and threaten to throw one of them in. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we sure and, this guy wasn't Indian in like an Indiana Jones movie? <laughs> he, he got a, such a thrill out of this that um, he, he actually loved he must have probably got off on it oh i'm sure he did that he loved watching his wives beg for the lives of their own children to be spared <sighs> what a turd uh he would also nail children to trees by their clothes and tell the other children to stone them or <laughs> what to knife them what yeah hey, what, it, the, what is this fucking like brooklyn in the be- 70s just before they were getting ready to do it he would call them off Again, playing God to the children's Abraham and Isaac. Fuck, dude. Some children had mouths full of rotten teeth. Some would would randomly scream, rock, chant, or bang on things. The children had chores around the commune, such as uh, hand-washing the adults' Walt women's uh, sanitary napkins. Oh! Oh! Oh, reusable tampons! Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not supposed to wash those. They absorb liquid. No. So before we go any further, we're going to take a little quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll finish out this shithole. This is so yucky. Yeah. Ugh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, we're back. Yes, we are, unfortunately. So, we're talking about the children. Uh, we're continue talking about can, them. Can we not? <laughs> they were deprived. Not only did they have to do, you know, have deal with, uh, you know, raw and teased and, and fucking with each other because, you know, your dad was told you to. Yeah. Um, or in having to wash your, you know, 
other your moms or other adult women's sanitary napkins. Yeah. They were deprived of sleep, of food, and of hygiene. Uh, there were reports of chanting rituals and upside down crosses. The children were what? able to go into great detail about uh, group sex rites where which were held in the cabin and which involved the quote unquote whole family. Ugh. Tarot and his his teenage son, Rose Jr., also sexually molested and sometimes raped the children. Why did I know this was going to happen? Rose Sr. would sometimes have the children masturbate him or watch as members of the group masturbated one another or themselves, believing this to be proper method of sexual instruction. But I thought you had to not masturbate because you're going to get a chest cold or something. Well, that that's what caused COVID. It's uh, people beating it. I don't know. Uh, ah, this is fucking gross, yeah. dude. So if his drinking hadn't become bad, it became really bad. Jesus Christ. Even like, worse. Like, like he's got fucking... Is he just fucking IV and like vodka into his system now? Yeah. He, one day, he became enraged at Claude Olette for some reason no one remembers. I mean, he, he did miss that um, really easy three-hole. And he ordered him to walk around with an elastic band wrapped tightly around his scrotum. <sighs> That's how they castrate um, pigs and goats, yeah. by the way, if anybody is not familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Claude had to keep it on overnight, oh! which caused... Irreparable damage oh. to his testicles. Yeah, no which, shit. Of course, prompted Tarot oh. to operate. Oh, no. He used a razor blade to cut open Claude's scrotum mm. and plucked out an infected oh. testicle with his fingers. Oh. Then cauterized the wound with a hot piece of iron. Oh. Then he held a vote to determine whether Claude should be stoned to death for offending God. Oh. Yes. Yes, he should. Yeah. Just for mercy. Well, the motion was defeated. Oh, that poor bastard. He's probably like, no, just fucking kill me. But Rock wasn't one happy. Of, he pulled one of my balls out with his fingers. Yeah, well, Rock wasn't happy with the, the, was the, with the motion, so he took a, a settling torch. Oh! And to threaten to open up Claude's stomach. Oh! Claude managed to escape into the woods, where he stayed until Tarot was sober once again. But the problem is he's sober once again, which means he's going to be drunk once again. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to put a torch up your ass. Run. Run yeah. like the Canadian wind. Well, you poor, poor idiot. Retreating into the woods became a common tactic for Claude <laughs> and Gabriel and Giselle they just and fucking, others. They just fucking run until they're out of, out of eye shot. Yeah. And he's like, where'd they go? <laughs> He's like uh, a drunk T-Rex. <laughs> Giselle in particular would sometimes retreat to her father's house for a few days until Rock would call and convince her to come back to her quote-unquote real family. How? Are you fucking kidding me? How do you how do you convince somebody to come back and be like, listen, I know I ripped one of that guy's balls out. I'm going to tell you one thing. But it's not going to happen again. Ready? One word. Brainwashed. Two words. It's actually one word. It's got a hyphen it. in it then. Brainwash is one word. Are you sure you didn't make that up? I probably did. And you went to college. I didn't go to college for wordology. No, but you know how to speak English, I'm assuming. True. 
Nah, a little, a little bit, a little okay. English. All right. Well, uh, he, she was pretty much brainwashed. Yeah, no shit. Well, I can tell. He would then treat her nicely for a few days at you know, getting her back, but she would be punished eventually for running away. Yeah, of course. And for bringing him dishonor. <laughs> yeah. One night in February of 1987. I hate it. Rock threw a hunting knife at her, creating a wound three inches deep in her thigh. Jesus Christ. Which immediately began gushing blood. No, really? Course. You throw a fucking knife at her yeah. like I would hope. Terrell's response oh. was to go and get her another, get another beer and go to sleep. When he woke up two hours later, a clot had formed on her leg, which had swollen. Uh huh. He decided to operate, pressing the leg to cause the wound to reopen. He's going to cut her balls off. Yep. Probing it with a red hot iron Ah! and pouring a cup, cup after cup. Of boiling water on the leg. No, no, that's not how you do it. Uh, a week later, the wound was infected. No. Yeah. No. No. How uh, did that happen? I don't know. With all this sanitation going on. Well, he decided to fill the wound with with salt, olive oil, and <sighs> spruce gum. <sighs> After the leg healed a bit, she tried to escape again. But a few days later, she went back to him. Dumb. Listen. Dumb bitch. Stop. Just keep going and don't go until you've hit a different fucking country. Well, her feeling was she had to stay with her husband after all because it was her role in God's plan. God. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you fucking dummy. So, now, Claude wasn't the only one to get the acetylene torch. <laughs> Uh, Josie's, Josie kind of got it too, um, got it so bad that it was put on the back until, uh, well, kind of, you know, bubble swarmed. Ah. Yeah. Um, and Nicole got it as well. It's like that scene in Sons of Anarchy where they burn that guy's fucking tattoos off. Yeah. He got. She got it over her stomach the day she gave birth for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Huh? Oh, my fucking God, dude. Yeah. I hope somebody kills this piece of shit. Uh, he then uh, hits Jock in the head with the blunt axe and broke his ribs with Fuck. a wooden club. Oh, my God. He punched his firstborn son. Uh, wrote Junior in the face when he refused to wrestle his brother Francois. <laughs> you ain't gonna wrestle, I'm gonna punch you. Yeah. So not only did Nicole get the fucking torch on her stomach, God damn it, birth, dude. But she got beat when she was three months pregnant, ah. causing her to miscarry. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that tends to do that, yeah. yeah. On another occasion, he shot a 303 caliber bullet uh, mm-hmm. through her shoulder. Ugh. So just just for reference, the 303 is what the British Army used during World War II. It's a 30 caliber round. That's a good sized chunk of lead. Yeah. And he probably did it out of an Enfield, which is a fucking travesty because that's a gorgeous rifle. Yeah. Um Oh yeah. He also uh broke, you know, cuz he hits, you know, remember how I mentioned he stabbed Giselle? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. he also broke her ribs with a steel-toed boot. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Um, sick motherfucker. He goes on to, he actually sprained Claude's toes. And another time, he used a piece of broken glass. I'm sorry, you s- said sprained his toes? Yeah. How? Probably, you know, hitting him, doing something like oh. that. Um, or he made him, like, kind of stand, like, almost on his tiptoes and then, like, fucking stomped on him or probably. something? Probably. Uh, another time, he used a piece of broken glass to slice Claude's arm open. Now, <laughs> yeah, if this didn't make him leave, he also... Uh, pulled 11 of Claude's teeth out oh. with a pair of pliers oh. when there was nothing wrong with his teeth. Oh, are we sure this isn't our Patreon doctor? Yeah. Well, oh, uh, fuck, uh, dude. He had one of his wives break Claude's leg with a sledgehammer. Jesus Christ. These people are dumb. All I could think of when I saw, you know, with this stuff was, you know... Was uh, uh, misery. Yeah, he got fucking what? hobbled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they Kathy Bates his ass. Except they probably didn't put it between his ankles. They probably put his leg up on something and just fucking mm-hmm. smashed his shin. Oh, oh, but it goes on still. God, no, fuck he, this. He uh, Gabriel and Giselle's nipples. He squeezed them with vice grips until they bled. Ah! Ah! Mm-hmm. Ah, and, and keep in mind, these are women that have had children. Yeah. So those things are sensitive. How mm-hmm. hachi machi. Ooh. Um, it makes my titties hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, He really didn't like Claude so much because. Uh, well, or did he? No. He <laughs> hogtied him. favorite fucking target. He hogtied him. Please don't tell me he raped him. Suspended him from oh, the ceiling God. for an hour. Ugh. He ordered his wives to pluck Claude's pubic hair. Bald. <laughs> he poured hot water on Claude. Next time I come in here, his dick better look like a six-year-old boy's. And another time, he made Claude sit down on a lit stove. Because, you know, I said he made him, you know, that was one of his pu- uh, one of their punishments. Uh, and dude, your balls would hit that, too. Well, his ball, in his case. He got so pissed off that he beat the shit out of one of the horses to death with a chain. Fuck, dude. <laughs> And then he made Claude bury the body. I mean, first of all, that's dedication to beat a horse to death with a chain. Second of all, that's a big fucking hole to dig. Especially with sprained toes and a scorched nutsack and a melted back. Yeah. (sighs) He probably beat him with a shovel afterwards, too, just for being alive. Um, Let's see. I'm going to skip through because... I don't really feel like talk. I have a lot more. Oh, no, no, no. I want to hear no, some of the gruesome I, shit. I really don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm just going to say that he went on to shoot Claude with a twenty two. Um, uh, he had Jock pound Gabriel's thigh with a sledgehammer. Ow, fuck, dude. Um, those leave those really nice yellow bone bruises, too. Ugh. He burned Gabriel's breasts and genitals with a torch. This fucking guy in his torches. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, he... He broke uh, Gabriel's fingers with a, with a board, and he made her <laughs> cut a hole in the ice of a pond and jump in 
the freezing water. Well, that's for charity. It's Polar Bear Plunge. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make light of a terrible yeah. fucking situation. Yeah. He broke Solange's cheekbone when she was six months pregnant. Oh, Jesus and Christ. at one point, Gabriel's uh, uterus prolapsed. For a guy that keeps women pregnant, he sure likes to beat up pregnant women. And this was all ha- – it prolapsed after a hard day of working. Oh. And the organ actually protruded three inches outside of her vagina. Oh, shit. Oh. He attempted to fix it himself by punching the uterus <laughs> back inside. Oh, my God. That's not at all how that works. Tried to punch oh. the uterus back up inside Gabriel's body. And fashioning a wooden cone and truss to plunge everything back. Oh up. no! Oh um, god! <laughs> yeah, Gabriel did flee to women's shelter, but she then returned to the compound instead of seeing a doctor. Asshole! Asshole! Stay there. He tried to <laughs> punch your insides back in. Well, because. Maybe he can fix it, so she went back. No, so, he can't. He tried well, to kick your pussy back in. Listen, <laughs> he has another treatment. And his treatment is to tie a he ties a piece of string around the exposed portion. He of ties the it uterus. to a doorknob to pull no. it out. Nope. No, oh shit. Well, <laughs> he ties, pulls it to the exposed uterus, and yank it like a loose tooth. I, I fucking called it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we didn't get the whole thing out, but, you know. Uh, what are you going to well, do? Do you put it under your pillow for the uterus fairy? Um, It was a year that she had to suffer with this. Yeah, no shit. Until she had the opportunity to get a partial hysterectomy oh, at Ross Memorial damn. Hospital. And then she went back. Um, No, this was when Rock was on her, on his, for, he went to Utah. Okay. Um, God, I wish he was eating by coyotes some, while he was there. To visit a, a group. Of oh. Yeah. Oh, FLDS. Some Mormons. Some Mormons. Oh. Yeah. Like, not like the okay Mormons, like the really not okay Mormons. Yeah. yeah. There's a difference. Because there's like regular regular Mormons that are like, oh, you can't drink coffee, you'll go to hell. And then there's the, you well, know, other ones. So... <laughs> Like I said, he went to Utah. Well, uh-huh. he began networking, and he discovered the Mormon fundamentalist movement. Uh-huh. And this is how he met up with forensic psychiatrist and LDS branch president, Dr. Jess Grossbeck. In addition, in addition to dealing with cases of altered consciousness and disassociative disorders, he was drawn to uh, shamanism and the theory of polygamy. He uh. and Terrell, uh, <laughs> I don't know what polygamy is, but self-proclaimed healer <laughs> became good friends. Terrell had uh, also hooked up with polygamist Alex Joseph of Big Water, Utah. I don't know what polygamy is, but it sounds a whole hell of a lot like what I'm doing in Canada. Yeah. Uh, though Joseph didn't much like Terrell's attitude or during smell. this time. Drew also char- uh, charged with uh, was uh, was a uh, was charged with obstruction of justice that occurred in connection to an incident in which he and his followers were harassing the daughter of one of uh, his children's foster parents. Jesus Christ! Just uh, leave him alone. He also assaulted one of his neighbors 
a canoe builder named uh, Jean-Marc Martin, who, with whom Rock had previously uh, friendly dealings. He also got into some trouble with the police during his trip to Utah, which he re- resulted in a $70 fine, Whew. U.S., and a pair of soiled trousers. Wait, so he had to pay him $70 and shit his pants? Yeah. <laughs> 75 So, we're going to move ahead to September of 1988. Okay. Which is pretty much the kind of um, the end of everything. Okay, that's good. Okay. Um, that that month, he ordered uh, Solange Ballard onto a kitchen table oh. and stripped her naked. Oh no! Early in her early early in the day, she had complained about a sore stomach. Oh! Terrell punched Ballard in the stomach, and then shoved a plastic tube up her rectum and performed an enema with molasses <gasps> and olive oil. Oh! He then made a decision. <laughs> He, he then made an incision on the side of her abdomen and pulled out a section of her intestine the with fuck? his bare hands. He then ripped a piece of the intestine out and stuffed the rest back in her abdomen. Oh, that's that's not that's not going to work well. Ballard was stitched up, and she remained alive in agony until the next day when she finally died. Yeah, there's this super cool thing called internal bleeding and septic shock. Well, she most likely died because of digestive chemicals leaking into her abdomen uh-huh. cavity. Uh-huh. Abdominal cavity. Yeah. Troll claimed that he had the ability of resurrection. Oh, come the fuck on so now. So he ordered his followers to remove Ballard's uterus and saw off a portion of her skull so that he could ejaculate into her brain oh, and bring her back to life. They're going to sticky biscuit her brain? Mm. Mm. However, when she didn't resurrect, Tarot insisted, <sighs> instead, I'm sorry, not insisted, but he instead ordered his followers to bury her body on the grounds of the commune. But first, he removed one of her ribs and kept it in a leather case around his neck. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, nah. so he's gone from like regular, like super evil piece of shit to yeah. like comically evil. Mm. Uh, so then. And he's also a necromancer, which means he needs to die yeah. immediately, as per our agreement. Yes. Mages and necromancers die on sight. Exactly. Same with elves. So then in November of 1988, another member of the commune, Gabriel Lavallee, complained that she had a toothache. Tarot responded so they jerked by, off in her brain, too. No, he responded by ripping out uh, a number of her teeth with pliers. Later that night, she chased her. he chased her with a knife and cut the tendon of one of her hands. <laughs> uh, so then things kind of went along. Then I'm going to cut your foot off. It'll get rid of that toothache. Uh, in July of 1989, Tarot impaled Lovelace's hand with uh, on the kitchen table. After she complained of stiffness in the hand. God damn it. He then decided he needed to amputate said her arm. Okay. He grabbed a meat cleaver and hacked her arm off. Jesus fucking Christ. She lay in agony on the kitchen floor until the stump head was stitched up following the following morning. Dude, medieval doctors would see this and go, what the fuck are you doing? That's You're not doing this right. You're supposed to put leeches on it first. If now, that doesn't work, you drill a hole in her skull. So, 
Uh, uh, on the 16th of August, she managed to escape from the commune. And then she, she came back. She hitchhiked to the hospital north of... To a hospital, I'm sorry. She hitchhiked to a hospital north of Toronto, and the disturbing truth of the commune was finally laid bare. Oh, shit, she didn't go back? The police were called, and the constable filed a charge of aggravated assault against Tarot. But when the police arrived on August 19th with a warrant for Tarot's arrest, the compound was deserted. <laughs> Tarot, Jacques Jaguer, uh... Chantel Labrie, Nicole Rule, uh, together with the two youngest babies, had fled to Quebec. They finally catch him. Put your hands up, and he's he's got both of his up, and he's still holding her arm. The others, what the fuck is that? Put that one down. That's gross. The, the others had uh, actually gone back to their families. Finally, um, because you know his spell had broken on them. He's like, "Fuck you!" They're like, "Fuck you!" It only took a, a woman getting her fucking arm hacked off with a meat cleaver. Well, it took six weeks, but they found Tarot, and it was not until October sixth of nineteen eighty nine that Dizel decided to tell anyone about Solange's death. Unbeknownst to Dizel, <sighs> that very day, Roche had. Oh, it was apprehended by the police um, at last. I, I, Everyone pleaded guilty to all charges laid against them relating to Gabriel's amputation. Ra, uh, Roche netted 12 years, later reduced to 10 because of <clears throat> his quote-unquote genuine remorse Eat and a concern dick. for the victim. Eat a dick. Uh, Fuck you, Canada. Jacques got five years Chantel two years less one day Nicole got 18 months the police uh, also pressed charges against Roche for a first degree murder but when the court found there was insu- insufficient evidence that the murder had been premeditated Tarot was committed to um, to a trial for second degree murder Roche lawyer made a deal that Roche had would plead guilty to the charges if no further charges were brought against him. So on January 18, 1993, Tarot was sentenced to life in prison. He would be eligible for parole in 1999. No! No, you don't get parole, you piece of shit. Uh, Francine, Chantel, uh, Nicole, uh, Hogla, Ruth, and Deborah respectively remain, lo- remain loyal to Rock. The others had tried to adapt to a new life without him. His many children, some were who were over twenty, mm-hmm. um, are distributed among foster homes across the co- uh, continent, including the twelve-year-old boy who who lives in, who lives in Utah with uh, Alex Joseph. Oh, that's uh, a bad idea. We'll just send him from one fucking cult to another. So, despite can we send one of the Branch Davidians while we're at it? Uh, <laughs> Well, despite his being behind bars, Tarot fathered four more children. Jesus Christ. Uh, during conjugal visits with several of his uh. many wives. The depraved cult leader was murdered in his cell. <laughs> ah, fucking good. By his cellmate, Matthew Gerard McDonald. Good. He was stabbed in the neck with a shiv. And afterwards, McDon- this is the great part. McDonald walked up. To the prison guards and told them, that piece of shit is down on the range. 
Here's a knife. I sliced him up with. This motherfucker's a hero. Like Tarot was 63 years old, and his doomsday cult was finally over. Listen, if this McDonald guy is still is still alive, I'm. If he is, I'm sure he's still in prison because he killed another inmate. If he is still alive, put money on his books. He fucking earned it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude, okay, so I, f- I feel good now. Yeah. I feel good. Like, some so, justice finally, because yeah. these cults never end that way. No. You know, you never have somebody get fucking just chewed up with a prison shank and let, you know, left bleeding on a dirty floor to death. Yeah, so that is pretty much the, I can sleep. I can sleep good tonight now. The Ant Hill Kids. Uh, that was super fucking gross, and, but I it mean, had a great ending. Yeah, even though, you know... They kind of knew what he did. They all just kind of stayed loyal to him. Most of them did. So th- this this guy is what the the American media thought Charles Manson was. Because people are like, oh, Charles Manson was the devil. Charles Manson was a bitch compared to this guy. Charles Manson didn't do shit. This motherfucker, on the other hand, crazy. Like, yeah. This might be the craziest cult we've covered so far because, like, he actually got some shit done. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my balls hurt. My tits hurt. My stomach hurts. My everything hurts. But I'm, I get to go to sleep happy knowing that this guy got shanked to death in prison in fucking Canada. <laughs> dead. And then the fucking guy walked up and goes, that yeah. motherfucker's yeah. dead. Here's the knife that did it. Yeah. Yeah, I took care. I took care of the. I took the trash out for you. Yeah, All basically, good. I'm going back to my cell. Yep. Let the warden know. Uh, you know I'm ready for him when he is. Yep. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> incredible. We'll, you know, <clears throat> yes, have his people talk to my people. Yeah. We'll do lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I called my lawyer beforehand, so he already knows. Yeah. So he'll be here shortly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know who's on mop duty. They're gonna have a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. You're going to definitely, like, you if you haven't gotten it by now, you, you probably should have a pair of, of studio headphones or earbuds. Um, I actually, I personally, myself, just ordered a new set because my original Nevas that I had are on their last legs. But I've also had them for nearly four years, and I've used them pretty frequently yeah so they're 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 just about done so i've got my i've got my 12 which are still fantastic but i just ordered a set of the e2 i got them in electric gray they are gangster looking but you also have the studio lad plus wireless charger that you can get with those ones specifically which is 50 dollars by itself you buy the headphones you get their wireless charger free and if you use our coupon code it drops those headphones from one twenty nine down to about one hundred and ten dollars. That's not bad. So it's a good deal, and you're getting a free wireless charger with it too. Um, and these are what did it say? Fully charged, uh, like full charge in sixty minutes. Five hours of uh, it's like five or six hours on a single charge. And the the case obviously holds multiple charges. Yeah. Um. But so yeah, go over. I like to, the ads. Yeah, the the ads, the Neva. Um, the Tove, they've got so many, like if you get the, uh, what do they call them? Uh, true wireless earbuds, yeah. they all, they all come in a case that's going to recharge them and the battery life on them is insane. Um, yeah. Cause like you could go get skull candy and you're going to get two to three hours on them. They have to recharge them. 
and then you get two to three hours. I personally, I, I recharge my, I go, I go through <laughs> cause I use them one at a time. My, my tolls cause I have to have a free air at work so I can hear people that I don't really want to hear talk. Um, but I go through both head, both earbuds once. And then the first one again, halfway through in a day. Cause I can sit at work while I'm doing my shit and I can listen to eight hours of podcasts. I can listen to audio books. I can do whatever I want essentially. Cause I'm left alone for the most part, but, um, the battery life is the main draw for me with, with getting studio stuff. Even if they weren't sponsoring us, I would still, if I had found about, found out about these, I still would have bought them Yeah, just because they're that good. Um, so go grab some, put them in your cart, put the code dark windows 15 in at checkout and you get 15% off. Um, like, uh, our good friend of the show, Mike Derrickson just got himself a, a pretty badass set of earbuds. So, um, yeah, everybody should have some and you're going to want them for episodes like this because, uh, this was gross. Yeah. And, uh, I'm coming for you just as a heads up. There will be payback for this shit. Not on my next solo episode. Cause that was just going to be a fucking hoot. Uh, <laughs> but the next two weeks we've got, um, road trip, road trip. We're going to do Massachusetts and Michigan, Woo-hoo! um, which are going to be fun. Yeah. Obviously. And then, oh boy, we're going to have some fun. So we'll just leave it at that. But, um, you can go check us out. Uh, social media wise, we're on Facebook, dark windows podcast. We have the, the page and a, um, a group. The group is the, the original, which is where everybody's at the page. You can go leave reviews and let us know, you know, what you think reviews are helpful. Um, anywhere you can leave them. I know there's only a certain places you can leave them when you do podcasts, uh, like on your podcatchers or whatever. I got to roll that shit for you. I um, know. That's why I was getting um, it for you. But you can also check us out on Instagram at Dark Windows Pod, Twitter at Dark Windows Pod. Uh, I am on Instagram at Kevin Sucks at Stuff. There's underscores between each one of those words. Kevin, where can they find you on Instagram? I'm uh, Speedy802. God S- damn right. E D I E. Yes. 802. It's just my dog. Yeah. Nothing else, pretty much. I mean, maybe it's a nature photo. You know, yeah. I don't really have anything myself. I'm not you know, I haven't posted on there for a little bit, but I gotta get to, I've got to get some finalized pictures of the uh, the Mosin up on there because it's she's done mm. and she's beauteous. I've I've restored her back to her pre-Soviet glory. Ooh. Yes, back before she was a commie, molested with Cosmoline and oh. thrown in a crate and forgotten about in some, I'm assuming Bulgarian factory. Maybe, but. She's in good hands now. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, again, next two weeks, a road trip. Then after that, I've got some history, which we're going to throw a little bit of a twist on. And uh, we're going to roll to see what Kevin gets the week after that. You ready? Call for it. Here it is. Oh, Kevin get a crime. Ooh, okay. Okay. So means I might have to I might have to reload and make sure that I I really get back at you cuz you could find some really gross shit for crimes just like I could. Um actually I did and I'm still upset about that episode. Uh mostly the kids getting shot. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just gotta be done with this. Me too. I mean, it had a great ending though, as gross it as did. it was in the middle. Oh man, he fucking totally got what he deserved. He did. I love it. Douchebag. Makes me. It makes me. It makes my heart happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know there was a lot of. Uh, uh, yuckiness. I I'm not say. doing a cult for a while. Just want to let you know. Yeah, and dude. If I get a cult, the, the next time I get a cult, I am bringing the fucking pain because I've already got one picked. Yikes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so with that being said, we are gonna go. I'm gonna take a shower because that was yucky. Um. But yeah, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Oh wait, hey, you hold on before we go. You said you had a story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah cut that shit off halfway through the ending. Yeah, let's I, hear this. No, I I forgot. I'm sorry because you know we're not gonna end it on you know we're gonna end it on a good note. Um or strange note. Okay. Okay. I mean, so no, <laughs> this is perplexing note. Okay, so so. What I do for my day job is I um, work for a company that I do uh, fire alarm inspections mainly and do some other little things, like security and stuff like that. Way more exciting than my job. I guess. Um, well, I had to go up to our local mountain and I had to install um, – which one, Pika or Killington? Killington. Killington. Okay. And I had to, uh, I had to install um, three of these uh, low frequency sounders, and well, what they are is just there's basically a a sounder that when you're asleep, it resonates at a frequency that's so high that it no matter what it will wake you up. Um. And, you know, you're a deep, deep sleeper. You're fucking waking up. Well, anyway, so we're in the we're in the very first room, and we have uh, you know some wires taken down. And the guy that I'm working with, the fuck. Anyway, sorry. So the guy that I'm working with, um, who doesn't really get up on ladders lately all that much, just because he had ruptured his uh. Achilles and have surgery on it. Uh, is up on the ladder, and I'm kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing on the ladder?" But that's neither here nor there, neither here nor there. And he's trying to, you know, wire up the device while I'm watching him because I'm the licensed person on the job. And he gets one of the wires off, and there's this. Uh, they act the. Because it's kind of like a – it's a security system slash fire alarm system. Okay. Well, as a little keypad that makes noise. And the keypad, we could hear it making a noise. We're like, oh, okay, because we have the wires off. It's supposed to do that. Cool. All right. Well, put the wires back on because we found out that the device we were going to put up, one of the screw terminals, wasn't working proper. <clears throat> So I, you know, we have it situated. I'm meantime I'm calling up my boss saying, "Hey, do you have this? You know, one of these replacement." And he's like, "No, but I think we have another situate, you know, another base that we could use." And yada yada. Well, he gets. We got the phone with him. The guy's getting ready to take it all down, 
And next thing we know, we hear the keypad going off again. We're like, what the hell is that? Okay. Why is that going off? We're not doing a thing. I'm like, no, I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, I thought at this point he had the wires on, but then I got to thinking, no, he didn't have anything on. All right, well, whatever. So, long short, he goes back to the shop, go get another one. I proceed on, put up the second device. It makes some noise because I you know, took wires apart. Go to the third device to try to get that prepped um, and wait for – because I had to put – we had two more devices. I put up the in the second room. I put the first – one of the two last devices, put it up in the second – the first room and put it in the third room. We had to get wait for the third – or sorry. Put it in the second room, waited for the third device, the brand new one. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Waiting, waiting. Sit on the steps. And I'm sitting there, um, just kind of looking on my phone. Next thing I know, I hear the keypad going off. I'm like, what the, what the hell's going on? Go down, and it says, uh, high noise, uh, RF, high noise, or something like that. And, hold on, I'll tell you what it says. I have a picture of it. Verbatim, it says RF rack high noise. Now, what that means is there is a, what they have a is an RF receiver, which because they're wireless, yep, some of the stuff is radio wireless. frequency, yeah, radio frequency <clears throat> sends it in, okay, and there's a transmitter that you know allows for signals to come in to it and then goes over to the panel. Um, what that means, that RF rack high noise, means extraneous wireless signals uh, being detected. Try relocating receiver to a quieter position. Now, I went downstairs. I'm like, this is really weird. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe it'll, maybe it, I don't know, something was funky with it. Well, I go back up to the top of the stairs, sit back down, and mind you, from the time that it happened when I was sitting down to the very first time was a good half hour-ish, something like that. Okay. Okay. The next time it happened to the next time it happened was less than five minutes. Weird. Okay. <clears throat> I went downstairs, looked at the wireless receiver. There was some wires, you know, in the way, a copper pipe. I don't know. So I kind of, like, moved the device over. It made noise because it has a tamper thing on it. Okay, whatever. Well, uh, so the guy got gets back, new device, put the device up, and I'm like, okay, listen. I want to. We gotta test this, test them out, make sure they work perfectly fine. They work perfectly fine. Um. Now, I'm like, this is really freaking weird. I'm like, let's just wait here just to see, because I told them what happened, what I found out, and I moved it. Let's I'm like, let's just wait here. 
to see if it comes back in. Waited, waited like 10, 15 minutes maybe mm-hmm. ish. Didn't come back in. Okay. Um, so meanwhile, before we had heard it go off right. for the first time, I called up one of the guys that I work with because we have to backtrack a little. Um, I'm like, hey, what wires do I use for this? You know, because there's four different types. There's a pair of blacks or a pair of red, um, a pair of blue, and a pair of brown. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. They're like, where are you? I told them. They're like, the guy's like, oh, you're there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, so, uh, you hear any footsteps? What? Am I fucking supposed to? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? We were downstairs and we were working on the fire alarm system and we heard footsteps upstairs. And no one was there. The guy goes, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this. I'm like, well, I haven't heard shit. You know? Like, I don't know. And I guess supposedly a guy died there. Okay, whatever. So I got this all going through my brain. You know, didn't think much of it. So I have this syst- I have this way of going back and um, if anything, any signals come in, like this happens to be this uh, RF signal came in mm-hmm. or we set off the fire alarm, it goes to a central station, which then, you know, tells us or we have – and we have a, this app that we can check all these signals that come in. Right. Okay. Before we do anything, we put it on test so that they don't call the police or the fire department. Um, and we're able to check back a certain period of time just to see, you know, what's been going on. And if nothing's really going on, we can check back multiple days. Okay. Well, I looked back through and I'm like, okay, signal, signal, signal. All right, huh? Okay, let's go back a few day, back a day or two. Nothing. Nothing. Let's go to that day that it happened. The signal did not start, and t- like causing it, it, having this come in, until the day we were there. Okay. That day. Like, that hour, when it started, it had not done anything previous to that. The, I don't know, 10 hours or whatever before, nothing. Okay. So from midnight to two something in the afternoon before we started doing whatever, nothing had happened at all. Weird. And the days previous, this had never come in. Well, could it be your equipment fucking with stuff? If it had... It would have come in already. No, I mean like anything you guys would have had with you. No. Huh. No. And I looked today to see if it came back in. Curiosity. You know, maybe, you know, 
I don't know, maybe it just kind of held off for a while or whatever, or just some kind of freak thing. Right. Has not come back in. Huh. At all. Well, that's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I think something was fucking with us. Yeah, possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so that's kind of like my weird, uh, because I mean, I've been around a lot of these and I have never, ever seen this signal come across Hmm. and all of the, the wireless devices I've put in and I've been doing this job with this company for seven years. And in seven years, I have never, ever once seen this signal come through. That's odd. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of uh, kind of crazy. My, uh, you know, if anybody has any thoughts, you know, just uh, share them and, you know, maybe we'll, you know, and I can, you know, either A, I can say, well, no, or yes, or well, it could be type of, you know. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of strange. I figured I want to share that with everybody that kind of, uh, you know. Yeah, that's pretty. That's <laughs> how, pretty how, f- weird, how weird my job can be sometimes. Yeah. I, I just sit at my desk in my fucking Harry Potter room under the stairs and sell floor mats and shit. Yeah. So, like I said, your job's more exciting than mine. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. but. So, anyway. Just be what? Just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Mm. Goodbye. Bye-bye.